Welcome back to Life Talk, everybody. Um, today, I just wanted to throw back an uh, uh, one of our most uh, popular topics that we discussed on this podcast. Uh, I think I enjoy yams more than sweet potatoes. What do you guys think? I can't believe this. Throw back to <laughs> episode three, right? <laughs> no, it was it was well into the high single digits. High single digits. Okay. Maybe eight or nine, somewhere in there. I still don't know the difference. I mean, we had that conversation. I think we came up with an actual answer, and I still I, I don't remember it, and I I, uh, I, yeah. I I really don't know the difference. I think I, fi- I think I figured it out. If sweet potatoes are, like, whiter on the inside, and yams are, like, oranger on the inside. What? But what about yeah. the bright orange sweet potatoes? Well, I think <laughs> those are yams. Maybe oh I'm wrong. my I gosh! I really We're back in this. We're really back in it. <laughs> I really don't know, but yeah, I like the ones that are like really vibrant orange. Those ones. So whatever those ones are. Anyways, let's get into this <laughs> podcast. Roll the intro. <laughs> you are listening to Life Talk, a podcast where we openly share our thoughts and experiences in order to answer one simple but profound question: How do we pursue a meaningful life? My name is Chase. And I'm joined today by Dylan and Oliver. Each week we strive to jumpstart the discussion around this question through honest conversations and what it means to live a life of purpose. I don't think so. I don't think we will ever know the answer to that question. But if we keep bringing it up in conversation, maybe someone smarter maybe than someone us will tackle it. Yeah, yeah, will answer it for us. I don't know. I just thought that would be fun to bring back up. Anyways, this week. Chase had a great idea for us to talk about, um, which I think is super interesting, actually. Like, what the school systems are not teaching us that doesn't set us up very well for real life, like actual life skills, like financing, cooking, etc. Chase, maybe you can explain this way better than I, I just, am. I just, um, so in the last couple of weeks, I've been watching some very specific YouTubers, uh, Shout out. We're not sponsored. No affiliation. But I've been watching a lot of the Graham Stefan. I think it's how you pronounce his last name. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching a lot of his videos. And I think I've learned. I, the, the reason I bring this topic up is because I think I've learned more about, about personal finance <laughs> in the last two weeks than I have, like, in the rest of my life. And it's really insane how I'm learning so many things from videos that these, like, adults and <laughs> most most people take for granted because it's like something they learn something they 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 have to learn and it's just like why weren't we taught this thing why why did we go into adulthood not knowing this when it's something that could be explained easily and so i just like i've just been kind of blown away and i I wish i would have known all of these things sooner you know even if i hadn't been able to apply them to my life i wish i had the option (laughs) like yeah it's it's just honestly a little crazy what um what comes up for uh, what you've been learning that you wish you would have known sooner? Absolutely. Two or three things. I'll give you a few. Okay, two or three things. First off, or however many you have, but yeah, two or three. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll I'll give you whatever comes to my mind. So there's been a lot of big things, but then also a lot of like small things, you know. So I'll try to stay with kind of the bigger things. Um, but <laughs> like, I've always been the person who's like, why do people use credit cards? They sound awful. I've always had a debit card, and people. You know, like debit cards are quite simple for those of you who don't know 
you put money onto the card like you'll put five hundred dollars onto your debit card and then you spend it until that debit card runs out of money and then if you want to add more money you put more onto the card but like after it gets to five hundred you can't spend anything you, you can't spend money with that card um and i thought it's awesome it's like a self-budgeting mechanism it's like you put enough money on that card for you to spend and then when you're out it's like okay i'm done spending like i always thought that was a good thing whereas credit cards i've always heard about people like falling into debt and having to pay off credit cards because credit cards are the opposite from debit cards basically where you spend money uh, as much money as you spend <laughs> realistically like you don't put any money on it there's no preset amount you're just trying to spend money spend money spend money and then at some point you, you pay, it back. pay it off yeah exactly you pay it back and I've, I've just heard of so many people who either default and like they like spend too much money and then they struggle to pay it all back or they literally uh, don't pay it back and suddenly they're in debt from credit cards. And it's just like, it seems easier to spend money as well when it's credit card because you know that there isn't a limit there. Um, so there's that psychological effect. And I've always thought, why would people do credit cards over debit cards? I never, ever understood it. The last year I've been doing about my life thinking, I'm just be a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a debit card guy. Like I think I'm smarter <laughs> than the rest of the population. <laughs> I really thought that Wait, I was onto something. But isn't isn't there limits on credit cards? I th- I thought there were. Yeah. Well, yeah, there, yeah, there, there's there still are. Limit. Yes. There are. Yeah. Fr- uh, fr- yeah, okay. yeah. So okay. there are limits, but they're not set by you. No, they're set by the company. Or they're set by company. other people, and then you can actually like, especially when you just start out, there are small limits, and then as you spend money and pay it back and like show that you're going you to earn <laughs> to credit, pay it back, exactly. yeah, yeah. You, they they'll uh, slowly raise the limit so that you have a, li- a little bit more freedom with that. Um, so yeah, there are limits, but yeah, they're, they're not set by you. So it's different from budgeting. And again, mm-hmm. I yeah. literally thought this whole time I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this the right way. I've got this nailed on. <laughs> and these videos have just like opened my eyes. You, you should have credit cards. You should be using credit cards and maybe even more than one. <laughs> and it's just like, that's insane. Like a lot of times what debt credit cards can do is as long as you pay them back. And I think I'm always going to be someone who tries yeah, that's to pay, a big pay them back yeah. quickly. But it's like they, they they provide so many bonuses. You can earn points. You can earn travel points. So you can literally, Miles. like, as you spend money, like, accrue bonuses that you can then travel for free or, or, or like, buy things for free. Huge bonus with credit cards. And then they also, like... Opening the line of credit helps you get all these other things that you need in life, like raise your credit you op- score. Yeah, you get a credit yeah, score. Yeah, credit like score exactly. Yeah. Either I don't know. Do you have one before you open a line of credit? I honestly, I I don't know, but I do know like well, your I credit score is super important, and if you have a good one, then you can you can buy like bigger purchases. Like you need good credit in order like put in order like, to like uh, rent a house to to take out right, a mortgage yeah, to take out to any out a type mortgage. of loan. And I mean, yeah. I either I don't have a credit store because I've never done this, or I have a bad one because I I don't have any credit cards and I've never done anything <laughs> right. associated with yeah, credit. Yeah, I don't know. And like, it's just craziness. Like, how how was I never told these important things about credit cards until this, these YouTube videos that I'm watching on my own time, like randomly trying to stumbling upon? Like, I would consider it lucky that I found these now because I I feel like I can do something about it. You know, and sure. I wonder how long it could have gone on where no one had, would have told me. It's craziness. Yeah, it's like I I I can't believe that we're 21 years old and w- not set up for this stuff. Like, 
we just have to figure it out on our own and like yeah like sometimes you know your parents or something will teach you stuff or you'll learn it as you go but i I think that you're right it's crazy it's wrong we should know this stuff this stuff is so important and a lot of people like aren't like you chase where they're not necessarily taking that into their own hands and finding it out you know and figuring out the best ways to do it they're just not doing it like i'm really not doing it like like you know way more than i do so um yeah it should be taught for sure chase what other parts of personal finance have you discovered in recent days that can that you didn't know about or shocked you or okay so that was kind of that's kind of the big one where it's like i need to take immediate action and try to get a credit card that was that's kind of the hmm. biggest one i would say the highest and priority right now card. right now yeah absolutely not I just want any to other. get a credit card gotta build that get credit, credit score credit, credit cards I don't spend enough money <laughs> to make the bonus on a third. You know, just get five. <laughs> so I think just if I did five. two credit cards with like a $500 points limit, that would be, mm. <laughs> that's kind of what I have to do because I don't spend more than $1,500 a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so there's that big thing. The other, another, uh, other few things. I lost my voice there. Um, the other thing I'm learning is that savings accounts are so important. And I've just kind of had like, okay, I have a bank that my parents kind of set me up with. Um, I've got my debit cards associated with, like connected to it. And then I've got a savings account there. And I thought your money where you don't see it, you just kind of put it away for the future and you don't see it. You can't draw from it. Or there's a savings account where your money just sits there. That's what I thought. When in reality, there are lots of savings accounts where you can do the same thing that I do now, which is like you have money that you're able to pull out of. You have money that you're able to... You can put more money in and take out whenever you want. Like it's not an investment. That money just doesn't disappear. It's actually there for you to use, but it like accrues interest and actually like makes you money. It's just free money. And this whole time, like if I obviously I don't have a lot of money in my savings account as a twenty-one-year-old college kid, but if I well, you're not a college kid anymore. Uh, yeah, college grad. I'm an NFL <laughs> man. <laughs> NFL yeah. man. An employed. Um, where like if I had had that money in a nor in a savings account earning upwards of like two percent interest, I would have been I would have just made free money on all of the dollars that I put into a savings account and I haven't done it. I think I've actually made sixteen cents because I use a bank that has an interest <laughs> has a true interest at like point zero two percent. So it's kind of <laughs> ridiculous. Like I made I got sixteen cents last last month. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. big. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what I mean. Like, even though it's not a lot of money, that's something that I should know. Like, I should know that I can put money into there. And, like, if you choose something with a high interest rate, you can still withdraw. You can still deposit. But you just earn free money. That's something I wish I knew. Like, absolutely wish I knew. I would have done it. I, I want done free it money. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Everyone wants free money. Yeah. Um, I think some of the other thing, uh, one other thing that's kind of, like, not exactly something that uh, people might teach you nowadays. I don't. This is the least well known out of the things I've talked about so far. But it's just you want to do something that is that is scalable, and to the point where it could become passive. Like if you can, I don't know. Like like YouTube is a prime example of this. Like you'll spend money in the beginning, but as you continue putting time into it, um, the easiest way to picture this is like it takes you two hours to film and edit a youtube video and you put it up and you see it like it it doesn't do well or it does do well whatever but then the next time you make a video it still takes two hours 
but as your YouTube account grows and like more people see it, you make more and more money, but it takes you the mm. same amount of time to upload and edit the video. Let's just say like, obviously sometimes it'll take a bit longer. Sometimes it'll take a bit shorter, but in the long run, like it'll take the same amount of time to make and put out the video, but it'll make you more money because you do it a lot. And like, so that's, that's the definition of scalable. And when you want to sell a product, like do something where it doesn't, it's not scalable based on the amount of time you put in. It's scalable based on the amount of return you get. Very, very intriguing option. So it's like instead of doing something where the more time I put in, the more I get out, you can look into, like, like try to find things that will pay you money for doing the same amount of work, but they're, they scale. Does that make sense? What, yeah. that makes sense. what do you think specifically relevant to your life is in, in that topic? Like where do you draw that information into your life? I think it would have been something along the lines of knowing that a while ago and trying to take the experiences that I have and just, I mean, bottle them up into something that is sellable and relatable and that as I go through life, I can tell more people about. Like, imagine if before I had this job at the NFL, if I was in college and I, oh, I don't know, started a podcast that I could monetize. And then I got to the mm-hmm. NFL and I met a ton more people and suddenly I could tell them, hey, like, watch this podcast and they would all watch it. And then suddenly you're making more money for the same amount of work, th- work that you were doing previously. And I think it's something like that where I could take my life and just kind of maybe write it down. Like, I, I do wish that I had done something with, like, a YouTube account or, like, even something as as, <laughs> as weird sounding as, like, writing a book about my college experience because then you write the book you sell it or like you publish it and then from then on you just kind of see it do what it does and if it doesn't sell it doesn't sell but if it sells and like sells over time that's no more effort that you have to put into it and I just think I had the time to do those things I could have looked into doing that kind of stuff that's really future based and now I'm going to but I didn't I wish I would have done that before Okay, two two so things. There's another one. Two things. One, Dylan. Do you do you feel like that idea? That's really you saying that is all based in money, correct? Of like what that point you just yeah. made. Scala- scalability. Like the, the scalability. Yeah, I, think the, I think so. It's like based in money from okay. the perspective of, of fin- finance. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see. Okay, and then also two. My s- second thing is you. You're 21. Exactly. And. Yeah, it's not over. <laughs> it's not. Nothing's the end of the world. Here. <laughs> let's know, like let's be sure. Time. You don't have to look back and be like, "Oh, I wish I did that when I was 18." <laughs> like you're yeah. still 21, and have so much time to realize that vision that you have. So exactly. All right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm with you on that one too. I would say, huge, hugely important. To re- it's never too late to start doing these things. Yeah, I agree. I think um, the last thing, sorry, Ollie, let me say this last thing that is just so big. And um, this one's like, Dylan, I don't really regret like not making a YouTuber count or something in college because I don't know how that would have done. I don't really regret it. But I I, I think the one thing that I do regret is like not knowing this fact. And it is that if I had just put in any amount of money into something that earns compound interest, like three years ago even if it was like fifty dollars <laughs> i would have made so much more money by the time that i'm 50 just in these three years than like it's just insane what how compound interest works and how people don't look into that when they're younger when in reality like the younger you are and the more you put in like obviously like i wouldn't have been able to put in that much 
if I put anything in. Like it would have been worth so much more down the line. And I wish I had known about saving money like that and taking part of the money that I have and putting it into something that generates compound interest. Like, you know, something similar to what a retirement fund would be or like in, it basically investing into like long-term stocks or like bonds or things like that. Just crazy. I wish Can I would have known that. I really do. Get, give a little bit of a definition of compound interest. Dumb it down. Okay. Of what the, you exactly do. The biggest example, the best advice that this guy gives, Graham Stephan, is he talks about um, a Roth IRA. And so when you buy into a Roth IRA, you'll put in, let's just say you put a, invest $1,000, right? And then that'll earn, I mean, Dylan, what would you, like 6% interest maybe? That's kind of a general, that's kind of what the economy goes. I, mean, I think yeah. that's kind of the baseline. I mean, it depends. It depends, yeah, what, yeah, of, of course, course what you're looking at. But yeah, I mean, you could Let's go just 6%. say long Let's term, it. it's still it. like 6%. And um, 6%, basically, it's like... Are you saying 6% a year? Yeah, 6% annual interest. Oh, wow. I don't... Okay, is that go high? ahead. Continue, continue. <laughs> so Oliver, <laughs> Oliver, <laughs> um, uh, it'd be <laughs> like you put in one thousand dollars, earning six. Per, we're gonna go with six percent. <laughs> that's okay. what I think. Is go, go with it. Do it. Go with it. You basically like each year, that money, like that thousand dollars, makes at six percent sixty dollars. So it'll increase in value by sixty. Right, Dylan? I haven't messed up my math so far. No, that's right. And then the next year comes but this time it, you're not getting interest on that thousand dollars you're getting interest on that one thousand and sixty dollars yeah so suddenly right. your interest is even higher so instead of 60 i don't even know at this i've already lost it it's like you'll make like 62 or something you like it's not a huge increase a little bit more it's an increase sure. but it increases like that every single year until you uh retire and pull that money out and so by the end of it, that money is worth so much more than what you actually put in. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 That's compound interest. Yeah. Or for example, um, the, the S&P 500, which is an uh, index fund that is just made up of some of the top companies in the U.S., like the, the companies that are uh, biggest on the stock market. It's just a combination of, I think, the 500 some of the 500 biggest yeah. and that exactly. for the last for the last 90 years has uh or like whenever has has gone up the last 100 years has gone up each year by an average average keep in mind some years of course it goes way down um average of 8 to 10% 7 to 10% and so that means every year you're that that money is going up by seven to ten percent and that so then if you do that like that means that your money like your money you put in you put in a thousand dollars then that thousand dollars becomes two thousand dollars in nine or ten years give or take yeah and so like you're doubling the the money you have every ten years and let's let's without doing anything generally generally yeah that's just (laughs) it's just sitting there and doing that and so like let's say you start with ten thousand dollars just hypothetically, like hypothetically start with $10,000. And then you think like if that doubles five times over 50 years, yeah, that's like that's a lot. it's going to, you know, yeah, to 20,000 then 40, 
then 40, 80, 80, 160, 320. So then I think that's doubling five five times. Pretty sure that was five. Sure. Um, and you could continue to put money into that account. Yes, over time. totally, well, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah keep investing yeah. throughout. But anyways, that $10,000 itself just turned into $320,000 over um, 50, years. 50 years. That's compound yeah. interest. Yeah. No, yeah. no, yeah. That is no, I that didn't is want you to explain it to me. I just wanted you to explain it, you know, for all of our listeners out there. Oh, of course. You know, of course. Yeah. Because I'm, I, I obviously knew all of that. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that's the gist of it. But I mean, it just kind of like, it's just crazy. It's just literally free. No, it is actually, this is kind of funny. Like, I know I did, I did that, that did refresh my memory. Because when when you were saying it, I was like, wait a second, I don't remember how this works. But then I just realized, as you were talking about it, I did learn that in a finance class in college. So nice. Yeah. So, so you so do know. So, so I do know, but I don't really know because I forgot it. <laughs> I learned a similar concept, but it had no relation to saving or like personal yes. finance. No, it right, was associated exactly. it didn't purely have relation with to that. The general economy, or like yeah, yeah, or like companies. Like, they make it sound like it's not something you do. If I recall correctly, right. it was literally like right. I was learning what a company can do to invest money. That's what and I thought, too. They should have just said what a person can do. Yeah. No, I, that's actually a point that I wanted to bring up with this kind of topic is, like, I've taken a finance class, right, like I just mentioned. And w- not only do I feel like I it's been, a, like, six months or whatever since I've taken it, maybe le- a little bit less, I I still feel like I didn't take <laughs> as much as I should have from it because it was about businesses, right? It was it was specific more to that. It wasn't specific to myself. Like, what can I do? How can I, you know, start investing, start saving money, start doing all this stuff, which you're getting from these YouTube channels, Chase, which I think is great. But like classes like those don't really set you up very well. You know, they they talk about it in a very specific context, which I don't. I didn't get as much as I could have out of it, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I think that point really depends, though, because... It does, I mean, it it's does, not totally. I Absolutely. think this is my experience, right? So school by school basis, 100%. School by school, and I'm sure I'm not a finance major, so I'm sure the more finance classes you take, there's plenty of options but to like learn that stuff. But that, that's not even really what I'm saying. I'm s- What I'm saying is like that class is not set up to teach you personal finance yeah no and exactly no yeah you're also right. like i mean that class is set you up to teach you about about the economy or what, whatever right. whatever it was and right i also in this but like that's that's the core requirement right yeah like that's uh, so and i get it it's a business school like you're they're they're they're, they're teaching it in a uh, for a specific purpose, like you're saying, I do get that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. Like, I think this is a broader discussion. Like, do you guys think? Th- I mean, where, if there were to be a personal finance class, where does that fit where into fits. an education system? Yeah, let's start with that. Let's start with that. Where? Yeah, do, yeah, what do yeah. you guys think? Where does that fit? I, I think, think it needs my, to be my sooner. Opinion, my opinion: the easiest way to fit it in would be into high school. Yeah, because I at agree. college, if you offered a class like that, I think a lot of people wouldn't want to take it. It's right. like a one hundred and one. It's more of an like option. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like an optional. Like I don't know how you could put that into a, like obviously I can see why you could make it a requirement for most majors, but at the same time, I 
it's very easy to not <laughs> and, and to write that off. Like, so I think the best way to do it would be in high schools because then it's just something everyone gets the opportunity to, to learn and take in, even though then it's a little younger, like at least you're putting it in front of them and putting these ideas into someone's mind. Like I never had anything like that in high school. Yeah. And so I think that like, could be a huge thing of, yeah, a huge thing of emphasis in high school. And then in I college, you could continue learning rather than just starting to learn. You should have the option to continue learning. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that um, it should be like one of the core requirements, right? It should be like math or science or history or whatever. And it's almost I, like I do think that it could be kind of wrapped up into the concept of business, right? Because like business teaches you these skills like accounting and finance and all of those things. But I think it should be more directed towards um personal like uh lifestyle how how you do these things right um and instead of like making it just about businesses it should be more personal but kind of encompass what business schools teach you just on a more personal level wait with that wait do you mean that for like individual classes or do you mean like having a high school yeah. business class that then is personal well, yeah that it's hard because you can't get rid of like the other ones the other ones are important as well and is how do you make room for more um to make it like core requirements so i don't know how that would work necessarily yeah i because i i do re definitely see both your your points of like of the importance of teaching this so at some point or teaching personal finance or teaching other skills or like types of yeah things that aren't that aren't taught in high school or college but also i would challenge it in the sense of what i guess it's an argument really of like what is the purpose of school what is the purpose of high school what is the purpose mm. of college because i i don't like why is that a role that the school has to fill i think it could be a role that uh, like a s that some other part of life could fill that role to teach personal finance i mean i i uh, this is just kind of thinking about it but i mean i i see school like i i guess i do see it kind of fitting in high school I, high school would be makes that most sense to me because that is kind of in some ways it's kind of like preparing you for for example our like our schools mostly like preparing you for college or like preparing you for that next step and and then <sighs> I yeah my I I it's it's hard to say though because like you're also you're learning world history and English and it's like preparing you to be a person and like what it means to yeah be a human and and here's some like introductions to a lot of different topics to see what you're interested in and I just don't know if personal finance or other classes necessarily fit in with what a, the purpose of a school is. I don't know. I keep going okay. back and forth in my head, I, though, in that I argument. I can see yeah. your argument, but my question to that is, like, why would... I think I think health is a widely taken class in high school. And I think that yeah. falls into a similar category. Like, why would health be... <laughs> why would health be more important than, than personal finance? How do the two differentiate? And why would health be required while finance is not? While learning how to you know 
live in today's world financially, why would that, why would that be lumped differently? Do you think if there is, I know it's, I know that's such a difficult question. Yeah. It's hard. I just like, I feel like because health is included in most curriculums that it gives kind of this precedent, this basis that personal finance can be thrown into a very similar conversation. And I, at that point I, I wonder why there's a difference. Yeah. Between yeah. I, I yeah, I definitely so. see what you mean. And I think it's interesting, like Oliver and I, our high school did not have a health class. Yeah, we, I was oh really we never took health. Yeah, we yeah. didn't. I mean we had a couple like little you know one off sessions. Things. But yeah, it's yeah. not it's not really which is kind of weird too. Like I feel like that yeah, that it should have been should have yeah. been a part of the system in some way. Or it's uh, yeah, I don't know. And I guess the more I think about it, it does make most sense, I think, that that comes in high school versus other places. So, yeah. Yeah. I I would even challenge health uh, classes, like, to go even further into um, talking more about, like, nutrition and stuff and teaching that. I think that is uh, kind of like you said, Chase, like, where what is the difference if we're teaching one of these things, health, for example but not personal finance. I think they're both life skills, right? I think that um, even cooking falls under that category, right? Like stuff that, you know, you need to live on your own to be a self-sustaining human. Like uh, I think, well, obviously I'm very into nutrition, but I think it's something that's underrated in 90% of Americans' lives and most of the world's lives, you know? So, like, why why shouldn't we also focus on stuff like that, giving people a good core understanding of how to keep themselves healthy, take care of themselves, eat properly, and also cook properly and know, you know, how to make their own food and sustain themselves. I think that stuff is also super important. So, uh, like, that that should be there as well, in my opinion. So, are we all in agreement that that... It it's, it's at a high school level. High school, hi, yeah, I think it's a high school level thing. Because also another point to bring up is, like, a lot of kids yeah, don't definitely. go to college. Yeah, totally, so totally. Yeah, you not you know, and I agree that like you were talking about Dylan, like how school is, yeah, for, like, yeah, definitely. You know, obviously improving your intellectual capabilities, right? Heightening that and like giving yourself more information so that you can have these conversations with people um, and uh, understand them, right? And talk about stuff that maybe you're not studying specifically English, but you know how to write, you know, those are all important skills, whatever it is. Um, and I think co like a liberal arts college of education gives you that to another degree that high school does. And like that is more for that. And like you can obviously take business in college and get more spe specific, but in high school, like that's where I think you're the most impressionable. You need to learn these things because it, that's the time. If you feel good about going out on your own, knowing these topics, um, then you might feel more comfortable living on your own, you know, um, without your parents, without that support system behind you. Yeah, this is quite the theoretical discussion we're having. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think, like, unfortunately, I don't think anything the three of us say is going to change mm -hmm. <laughs> what happens, no. you know. So I think, um, you know, if we want, we can kind of move away from the <laughs> overarching yeah. educational 
the viability of yeah. this and kind of delve back into some things. So I want to know if there are th- that you guys have learned like very specific things that you wish you had learned earlier. And if there's some way like, you know, just if we had the option, something that you wish you would have known when you were in high school or freshman year college or something. I want to know if there's something there that you guys can think of. Um, I think generally, like I'm going back to this like, uh, like cooking thing. Um, I already knew somewhat how to cook, like going into college and like my that's something like yeah a lot of times parents will teach you how to cook, but a lot of times parents don't know how to cook great themselves anyways, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> like I I don't know I I I do feel like I could have had more knowledge on it and would have been better prepared if I had learned some more stuff if it was offered. What do you think? Do you though? think if you had learned how to cook like in high school, it would have made you healthier, faster, kind of, so to speak? I don't know. I where you would have you would have known about the possibilities because I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, I do. And I like I said, like I, I did know how to cook, somewhat in, uh, in high school, like when I lived at home, but a lot of times, you know. I would wake up and my dad would cook me breakfast and my uh we we would he would uh him and my mom would cook dinner and uh you would get lunch at school you know so I never really needed to as much right and like to yeah. be fair you go to college and you live in a freshman dorm and you have the residence halls and and they give you the food as well so you don't necessarily need it there maybe but um you do need it when you live on your own and cook your, you know, three meals a day or whatever. Yeah. It's like it's you could go out and you could buy your food from fast food restaurants all the time. And that's cheap and it's quick and it's easy. But for your health, it's not good. And it's not it, it doesn't it doesn't help you as a person, I don't think. I join off what you said before, Dylan. I, I'm sure Dylan kind of has maybe a couple things. <laughs> Sorry, Dylan. But <laughs> I did not know until the my junior year of college how how cheap it was to buy your own food and yeah, make it yourself right it's so not. much cheaper I thought, I thought there's no way that it's cheaper to buy a bunch of groceries mm-hmm. but i see i would see my parents going for like you know 150 dollar grocery store visits i'm like how how is how is that possibly cheaper than this meal plan that i'm getting from asu right it is it is literally nine day it's it's like you're, it's like comparing a dollar a day, like theoretically. Uh, uh, actually, Jay. <laughs> no, I. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> I, I, I'm like I'm like a three dollar. Yeah, a day. you're very cheap. That's but <laughs> I am three dollars a day versus like, I think on a meal plan, which like ten, was, I like thought was a great deal. Thought it was a great deal. Yeah, it was a like meal. thirty actually for yeah, mine. Yeah, it's a meal. $10 yeah, ten ten dollars a meal. Yeah, and I was like, that's great. No <laughs> way is it cheaper to buy groceries. Yeah, one hundred percent is, and I did not know that. Until I was off the meal plan right. and forced to learn how to do and it myself. Forced to learn how to do it, right? And I remember the day that I found out that like fifteen pounds of rice, yeah, was like ten dollars. It's Actually, crazy. That's not true. Actually, that, that that that's a little bit of that's a little hyperbo- it, hyperbolic. The idea like, is there. Yeah, it's so crazy cheap, and I didn't know. I remember the day because I was like, "You're you're absolutely kidding me." There's no way that massive bag of rice cost you fifteen dollars. And my roommate was like, "Yeah, dude, it's cheap." <laughs> And I, I just didn't believe him. I didn't believe him until I went to the store. <laughs> That's so funny. 
I remember I crunched the numbers my sophomore year <laughs> of college. Crunched the and numbers. Um, I yeah. did because <laughs> I wanted to get off the meal plan so badly. And number cruncher. I found out that I was spending. I like this. These aren't exact. Uh, exactly what they were, but it was around. Um, so what was cr- so they meal plan at DU right? You you have three options. You can get a commuter plan, which is only viable for people who live off of campus. You can only get that if you aren't uh, living in a residence hall. And then there's the um, hundred swipe meal plan, and then there's the unlimited meal plan. That's all they offer. And the unlimited meal plan is about yeah. sixteen, seventeen hundred bucks a quarter. So if a quarter is ten weeks, right? Then that's like a uh, hundred and seventy bucks uh, a week, right? A week, yeah. Um, give or take, right? Whatever it is. And then the meal plan below that, which is only a hundred swipes, is fifteen hundred. It's literally a two hundred dollar difference, which is like nothing, in the grand scheme of things, for ten weeks, right? Yeah. So if that's the cheapest option you have, that's a hundred and fifty dollars a week. I could buy so much food, much healthier. I can cook more, um, make more meals for $150 a week. Like, it's insane. And I, I figured that, <laughs> and even Chase will attest to this, he can do a shop for a week and 30 bucks or something like that. But That's currently what I spend yeah, per month. Chase you can crazy. do it in 50 bucks. Like, there's a lot of ways <laughs> to amazing. eat healthily and cheap <laughs> for like 50 to 60 bucks a week. And how crazy is that's that? literally <laughs> half of the price you're spending on a meal plan. It's insane. It's so crazy. And I was yeah, like, I was like, my mind. I was, I was doing everything I could to get off of it, but I, I ultimately did not succeed. Yeah. That <laughs> blew my mind. <laughs> right. Uh, back to you, Dylan. If you have um, something else to take us off that. Yeah, sorry, um, no, that's okay. Unbelievable. Wait, I don't, I'm having trouble thinking of specific things. I, I just kind of going back to some things that we already discussed of kind of personal finance and and topics such as that i or i I don't know i don't have anything other specific in mind to yeah to add that i, I wish i would have known i can't think of any yeah, right i agree now. i think those those couple are, are the biggest ones and like those that's pretty easy to implement i think but um i think <laughs> at the end of the day it's like our according like for us like through this conversation those two c- three two three things seem to be really important and we're seeing that as like those are life skills that people should yeah. have right very important so I, I think it really boils down to that it's like what are these things that you can teach kids who are young adults or late teenagers who are you know going into the real world and how can they benefit from this stuff you know Chase, I'm I'm interested. I uh, I I'm interested why you have the or where the in- sudden interest came from in personal finance because I actually also had something oh. similar I, recently Dude. where I I just finished a personal finance book and now I'm reading a second one. I also just had this in- this interest recently that developed. I wonder where it, <laughs> I don't know I don't know really where it came from though. I think I've just been thinking about it for a while and I was like I finally need to take action. And so I was going to read a book, yeah. some books to see what that meant, what taking action meant. Where did the interest come from for you? I could talk about this all day long. <laughs> so you guys ready to, are you Let's buckled dive in? in. Are you sitting down? Uh-oh. All right. I'm scared. First off, and I think we probably should have prefaced the entire podcast episode with this. 
I am not an expert. None of us are experts. Yeah, right? Definitely not. Absolutely Check not. our logic. We should we literally. We should have a disclaimer. In the beginning <laughs> yeah, of every, every podcast, <laughs> we talk about things that we actually know nothing about, but <laughs> strictly, strictly, almost, almost opinions. They're, yeah, they're, they're somewhat, they're somewhat large well, opinions. Well, it's like um, they have good intentions, but but, but they're <laughs> interesting. Opinions. But I think they're interesting conversations between the three of us. I think that's the point <laughs> of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, d- take check our logic as well. Check out other people's things before you go doing things. Don't just listen to us and change your no, life. No, listen habits. to Chase and take exactly nah, nah, what nah. he says, um, for word for word. Dylan, I'd say my personal finance, my the desire to learn more, <laughs> really stemmed from the fact that I'm I'm doing so well in saving money, and like like really well. Like, I I think as you guys know, so my rent. My rent is seven hundred and fifty dollars a month in, a, in in LA, which is really good for LA. Um, as as everyone knows, I'm in a pod, co living, co living pod, so pretty sensational way to live. But then when it comes to food, I'm I'm literally like I wasn't kidding earlier. I spend thirty dollars a week on food. That's that's wild. About, it's it's yeah. I don't know how you I, do that. I maybe go out once a month when I like forget to make lunch or I'm in a hurry or I'm I'm going to the airport or something like. I do it once a month, so I would say around right about a hundred and fifty dollars a month on food. Yeah, and that is that's that is it. Really that is, those are my expenses on the month that I do every month. That's it. So that's <laughs> I mean that's nine hundred dollars a month that I'm living on. Um, the only other thing that I spend money on um, is like traveling, and this is mostly because my girlfriend lives in a different state. Like I travel this year every month. That's been a thing. I would say I, I try to keep that as low as I can. Unfortunately, a lot of times, like flight prices are out of my control, and I'm going to visit her no matter what. So unfortunately, that part of my life. But but I think I'm saving enough money elsewhere to make that like to make me fine with spending more than a hundred dollars on a flight ticket, and then like buying a few dinners when I'm there, and like doing those things with her. I think I'm saving enough money to make me okay. Chase, with that. just bike there. Come on, um, what are you doing? Yeah, dude, come on. <laughs> I've looked, yeah, guys. Not Save even the kidding. I've looked it up. I have looked it up. I know that it takes about uh, twenty-seven hours to bike from where I am to Phoenix because I have literally looked it up. Yeah, we had that this conversation. We we <laughs> talked about this before. Yeah. <laughs> so don't worry, Dylan. I've looked into it. Maybe I'll do it. If um if I could take like a week off, <laughs> I would do it. Maybe. <laughs> bike there. Actually, it would be I two don't weeks. I'd bike there and I'd yeah. bike yeah. back. It'd be like that sounds like five a lot. days of travel. It'd be ridiculous. Probably even more. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I've looked into it, though. Good, good, good. <laughs> but I've just been saving a lot of money, and then I've, I have this job that's kind of nailed down. I'm I'm settled in here, and I'm accruing like kind of money that I can spend. And I wanted to know what I should do with it, and you know, <laughs> to <laughs> it's funny calling myself like naive me. This is only two weeks ago. <laughs> naive so naive, Chase. Jesus, of course. Was like, oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna start investing my money into stuff. You know, like. I started watching videos to find out what the best thing to invest in and how I should how I should do that, what I should invest in and how. And then it, it became more of like, wait, so like maybe I shouldn't just invest this money, maybe I should invest it in different places and like create a portfolio. But then I went a little deeper and it's like, okay, ma- actually that's probably not smart <laughs> considering I don't have as much capital and I have a lot of college debt to pay off. And then it became, all right, I have a lot of college debt. I figured it all out and I know where my loans are. Even though I graduated a year and a half early with honors and, you know, took a fairly, I'm not going to say an easy schedule, but I got through it in in two and a half years and I had a presidential scholarship. Like, 
I was insanely lucky with the amount that I saved on college. I still owe an exorbitant amount. And it's just like coming to that realization of like, wow, I have a lot of debt that I need to pay off. I have a job right now, but I need to like budget and I want to plan, but I actually want to have savings. I want to actually have something to do with all this money. Like Dylan, I think it's that I'm, I'm in a, I've always been talking about saving lots of money and now I'm living a life. And now you can. Yeah. And I wanted to know what to do with it. And, uh, I think that's why I kind of started watching these videos. I literally wanted to know what to do with this money. And I think I'm fairly lucky. A lot of people don't have that innate sense of like, I need to save. And then they figure it out later. I think it's the opposite. A lot of people, especially our age, just from experience. Sorry. Sorry to anyone who does this. I think a lot of people see that they've made money and then they spend it. And, uh, I was never that person. I kind of saved it. And then I literally saw like my savings account grow and I was like, Hmm, what should I, what do I do with this? I think that's the main thing that got me into this whole, this whole journey and all this learning that I've done. And now I know what to do. I've literally got like a two year plan, um, which is pretty insane in and of itself to pay off my debt while also investing lots of money and saving lots of money. That's great. I think it's one thing that also has gotten me into this is that I just, as you guys know pretty damn well, I love saving money. Like I find enjoyment (laughs) in saving money. You're passionate about it, right? I really am. I think it's really fun for me to find ways to save money. Like, my first month here, I went to uh, Ralph's, and I was like, all right, I'm going to buy chicken for the next week. I was like, wait, how much does this chicken cost? Hmm. What if I got a Costco where the chicken is cheaper, and then I freeze it, and then I have it for longer, and I don't, I, it won't go bad on me? Hmm. How much money will that save? So I didn't even buy the chicken. I instead literally walked to Costco, walked 45 minutes, just to figure <laughs> this question, just to answer this question. And I got there, and I was like, hmm. Mm. it's worth it <laughs> it's worth it and then i did it and then i did it and i i was just like like those little things make me so happy and it's like um you know not that i'm comparing myself to other people a lot but it's like i just know that i'm saving so much money by not having a car and i think i'm happier about saying it than i am about like actually living that <laughs> lifestyle <laughs> like i love walking and i love biking but i think like what i enjoy even more is saying that i save so much money by doing it <laughs> so i literally have i derive an enjoyment from saving and i wanted to know how to do it even a little bit better so that i could like turn my actual saving habits into making money <laughs> well it's like a game so, right it's like dude it can be it yeah. totally is and i i think that's where the element of this like fun comes in right but i th- also think it's the passion that you have for it drives it right it's just like if you have a passion <laughs> yeah. for anything, uh, you know, uh, passions, they 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 per- allow you to, like, pursue things more and, like, they make you want to learn more about them. And, like, they, that's all you want to learn yeah. about. That's all you want to do. Exactly. Um, so when you have that, it's great that you have that for that because that is going to make it so much better down in the long run. You're going to have all this knowledge about that, you know. Exactly. So I've really been driven by the enjoyment of it, which is so funny to say. I like it. <laughs> like, not many people. I I don't I don't know of almost anybody that can say they find passion from saving money. <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny. Maybe Gary V. He probably does. Absolutely, Gary V. <laughs> Absolutely, Graham Stephan. Yeah, there's people out there. Gary V. lives a lives a very cheap lifestyle. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um. So so Dylan, I hope that answers your question. I think that's why I went down. Yeah, the path. it does. Because I, I love it, and because I found myself with money that I didn't know what to do with. That's great. <laughs> there you go. Good for you. It's a great reason. 
Hey. Love it. <laughs> I would love to give anybody advice. If you reached out to me and were willing to be completely open and honest on what you spend money on, I would love to be the person to say, Ooh, you gotta you gotta cut that out of your life, man. <laughs> you gotta stop you gotta stop birding a mile every day. That's 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 real wasteful. You gotta stop going to Starbucks every day. The thing is like that's so difficult to do because you're trying to like change someone's habits and lifestyle, and that's that's they one don't of the they won't most do it easily. Things to do, they will resent you for trying to do that. But it's like fun, you know. It'd be fun for me to like try and 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 find ways for other people to save money. That's definitely something I would be interested in doing, if it wouldn't lead to future resentment and hate. <laughs> Just become a financial advisor. I'm that's a financial enthusiast. enthusiast. That's what I am right now. Yeah, until I, I until I actually <laughs> know something about the subject, I'll call myself an enthusiast. All right, I like it. Good. I like it. Like uh, someone who's into cars but doesn't own a car. Like you know, like you know, like oh, I love sports cars, but they don't own one. They just kind of talk about them. And hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, I think um, that kind of seems like a natural conclusion to this topic <laughs> a little bit here. I, I'm sure we could wrap it up with Chase's Chase, weird Chase joy. Chase can talk <laughs> about this forever. Um, All day. Which I love. I love that you're passionate about it. Um, and yeah, this was interesting. I I definitely know that I need to start looking into some of that stuff a little bit more as well. Chase, um, Chase, what are your, if Oliver wants to look into it more right now, what are your yeah, your what are your recommendations for me? Two action items. What should he do? Watch. I think l- uh, no, uh, <laughs> I don't know. You don't have to watch things. Like if you want to, you definitely can, and like it'll be helpful to you. But you have to go into it the mindset that you want to learn. Anyways, yeah, 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 totally. the two things that I would say you should do: just open your last month of expenses. Just open them and look at them, and look look at them from the perspective of like, okay. Am I doing anything that like I find weird right now? And if you look at your your spending and you think, why did I spend thirty dollars at this restaurant? Why did like why did I like how why is this so much? And like look at exactly how much you've spent and see if it surprises you. And if you go into it and you think like, wow, I'm, this is actually more than I thought, or I'm spending a lot more on on food than I thought I was, mm. like literally. Just look at that. Like you, it maybe it won't even maybe it may not even change your actions, but at least you'll. A lot of people will look at it and think, "Wow, like I could be saving more money if I just cut this one thing out." And so look at that and actually get a grasp for what you're what you're actually spending, because a lot of people have a much different perception. Yeah. Of what they spend versus what they actually spend, and no, that's totally. dangerous. Yeah, totally. I it's I would dangerous. consider myself somebody who's pretty frugal, in general. I don't I don't spend a lot of money. I or I. I really try not to, um, and I always weigh into account like that kind of stuff too. Like, should I be buying this meal out or whatever? Should I spend this twenty bucks here or whatever it is? Yeah. So I do. I am conscious about it. I think I really want to get more into like the investing side of it. But then again, I also look at it like I'm not. I don't have a source of income right now. You know, I'm in college. I'm not working. Yeah, a job. of course, of course. So like of that course. stuff is something that obviously I want to look into and learn about but probably wouldn't start doing until I do have some more, like some sort of income. But Love it. Anyways. And then my second, my second tip. Oh yeah, your second, second one. So this is my second of two tips, my final tip. Um, literally, when you think about saving and you think about all of these things that we've talked about today, like opening lines of credit, pulling out mortgages, spending on having big purchases, doing all of these things, don't, like my, 
a huge advice would just be don't feel anxious because of these things because of these words because of yeah if, if you don't know what we're talking about please like do not make that feel do not let that make you feel anxious like everybody can learn these things they really can like you don't need to be an expert you don't need to like <laughs> ironically you don't need to take a course yeah um, no you don't <laughs> in school to learn these things like it'd be nice if be you fine. could it'd be nice if you could but it'd be nice <laughs> if you, it'd be nice if it was an option <laughs> You can learn these things. It's it's not like rocket science, yeah. you know? All it takes is a little bit of effort and, like, a positive mentality. And you can absolutely, like, put yourself on the right track if that's something that you want to look into. Like, don't feel um, threatened by these w- by these terms that we're throwing around. And if you don't want to do that, like, that's totally fine. Dylan, I would like you to reiterate what you said earlier in the pod, if you could. Wait, wait, I, uh, along what lines? What wait, do you mean? <laughs> 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 I wanted I wanted to know if you would literally whip it out. We're uh, for us three right now. We are only twenty one years old. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. You can always find a way to like y- like you d- don't feel as though you're too late to the party. Like that's absolutely not true. No, you're never too. Some late. people don't learn these things until they're in their thirties, forties, or like even fifties. Absolutely not an issue at this state at any stage in your life to just let this keep you up at night. Like mm-hmm. you can always, you can always be fine. You can always learn these things. You can always get better. So yeah, and then start having conversations about them, like we're having, right? Like the three of us, we're this is awesome to me because we're we are only twenty one years old, and we're talking about this stuff. That is, hey. you know, not exactly. everybody you know really thinks about it enough. So yeah, yeah. talk to your parents. Um, talk to people around you that might know something about this. Like you never know. Yeah. You know, it might be something that you enjoy or that you want to look into more so right. Dylan yeah one thought to close us out here on the top of your head what do you think just you know and end it off for us um I spot no yes I and I have something well you guys I know you guys are in a good mood right now and I'm glad I'm glad but <laughs> I I will <laughs> tell you that going. you will not be in a good mood in about I like it. Um, I, I, let's I know see. where he's going with this. Like two and a half months. Two and a half months because you're both going to come over to my house um, oh, you just wish, after dude. Christmas. You wish. And, Unbelievable. and I'm going to absolutely know. destroy, dismantle both of you in ping pong. Dismantle. Uh, I just want to destroy. Like you have for no the record. chance. I've I just been practicing I so state much for the and record. training and I am going to destroy both of you. I that's what I want to say. I think that I am the best uh, ping pong player of the three of us. I'm just gonna state that for the record. Well, we'll see and in our uh, ping pong tournament. Gonna, you know what, Dill? I'd like to state Let's this for the record. This is what we're gonna do. I'm we're the worst. <laughs> Chase always thought that I uh, let him win. Shut up, Oliver! Ever. Don't bring this <laughs> up, man. Don't don't <laughs> not now. Don't not open now. the rooms. <laughs> <laughs> How about this, Dill? Let's uh, we're gonna we're gonna film this match. Oh, and let you guys see. Oh. See the winner, and don't uh, bother filming me. Playing we'll we'll, uh, we'll see if this big uh, big uh, game deal talks here pays off. He for wants him. to film it. <laughs> he wants to film it. This is like the Logan Paul. Oh KSI. Dude, this oh is gosh. KSI and Logan. Let's go. No, uh, it, we're, it's not at that at all. But okay, Ollie. No, I'm really excited, Dill. I can't wait. Okay, I best of wait. three to I'm, twenty-one. I'm excited. Best of three to twenty-one. Wow. Uh, you're on, dude. Wow. You're on. All right. Okay. Well, well I'll see uh, you. Thanks for listening I'll this see week. You soon. Yeah, sounds good. Better practice up. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm practicing. 
I'm I'm I don't even need to practice. I'm that I'm just that confident. Okay, fine, fine. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, it was a fun episode. Thanks for tuning fun. in. Hopefully you uh, learned a couple things. I don't know. Yeah. I'll probably come back next week with all new information. <laughs> totally. Again, I've learned more in the last And then you'll be like naive. Having the rest of my <laughs> then you'll life. be like naive Chase last week. He didn't naive know what Chase he last week. <laughs> don't Dude, listen to I him. I know I will. Don't listen to him. I know I will. Yeah. <laughs> next I know week I will. it'll be all new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cool. All right. Well, see you guys next week. Let's wrap it up. Peace out. Adios. Thanks for listening to Life Talk. If you liked it and want to see more content, go follow us on Instagram at Life Talk Pod. That's at Life Talk P-O-D. There, you'll find a post for this week's episode where we discussed personal finance and topics that we thought we should have known in high school. Go comment on this week's post so that we can continue this week's talk about life on Life Talk. See you next week.